0: This is the creative process for busy people.
1: We are your hosts, Stephanie and Karina. If you find yourself with tons of ideas and projects, but also have a busy schedule and a hectic life,
0: this is the podcast for you. Stress no more, my friends. We're here in this together. We're here to share our stories, complemented with tips and advice to thrive in your creative journey while still taking care of your other responsibilities.
1: We hope that this podcast encourages you to explore and expand your creativity. Please take a moment to follow our podcast on Instagram at the.creativeprocesspod, where you can see what happens from behind the scenes.
0: It's finally Friday, so sit back and enjoy this new episode with us. Welcome back, everybody. Episode three. Yay, (laughs)
1: of season two. Isn't that (laughs) awesome? This
0: is so exciting, so exciting. And we are getting ready for Valentine's Day.
1: Yes, we are just... Everything is just so lovely, red and pink and white and glittery and shiny because everyone's just trying to love on one another. Well, as far as like romantically. But I mean, even if you don't have a romantic interest, you Mm -hmm. can also still love yourself. You can love your friends. You can love your neighbor.
0: Absolutely. And that's why we think that this episode today is perfect for the occasion. And we're going to be talking about a really hard topic. It's a, it's a hard topic to talk about. And I, I want to tell our listeners to please be open and receptive to what we have to say. Um, this took a lot of thinking, planning, and courage from both of us, especially from Stephanie. So she's going to be taking the lead on this episode. And I really hope that this episode not only inspires you to be creative, but also to be really open and um, aware of. uh, Aware. Yes. Thank you. Mindful of what's going on in society.
1: Yes. So as of right now, it's been months since all the process during the Black Lives Matter movements, with the unfortunate deaths of Breonna Taylor, Freddie Gray, um, George, I'm sorry, George Floyd, and so many countless other people. And it was interesting, not interesting, it was just amazing at how people wanted to support um, these underrepresented groups, specifically black people and if i get emotional please bear with me mm-hmm. um like it was a it was an amazing influx of like how the artistic community especially during on instagram and how they're like yeah we need to like these people have not these people but this group has been struggling for so long and um like we need to also represent them as artists because they're they're people too mm-hmm. but um it was, like, with social media, it was just a great way to express, like, your like people were able to express their feelings and say, like, hey, you know, this, ha- like, even though this house is on fire, like, even though these are all houses, like, this house is on fire. And let me explain that analogy. So it's this old comic that's been floating around on the Internet where it explains the whole thing of Black Lives Matter. But instead, mm-hmm. they broke it down into houses. So you have these two houses and one house is on fire. Mm. And this person's like, well, like, this, like when the person whose house is on fire, they're like, oh my gosh, someone help me. My house is on fire. Someone helps, like, my house is on fire. And the other person, they're like, well, even though your house is on fire, what makes your house more important than mm. my house? Yeah. Because all houses matter. But it's like, yeah, even though all houses matter, my house is on fire I need help. Right. And like a lot of I will say this. um, Slavery was only abolished about maybe a hundred years ago or so within that time frame. So it's still within that generation that Mm -hmm. we felt that we evolved better than that but with recent news with not recent news but news that was going on in politics and how um our some of our leaders were showing the example it just didn't show showcase well for that I don't know where Mm. I'm going with this I know where I'm going with this but um coming back to like with the whole everything that I was saying to bring it to like to put a lid on it not a lid but um it's like I will say this with with social media and using that to drive like how you feel, you want to, I strongly suggest that when you choose to share things, please be honest with yourself, because after a time, people are going to realize, like, okay, you're just sharing it just so you could get the views, the follows, the like, or are you sharing it because this is exactly how I feel, this is how I feel about when things were, you know, going through, um, Karina, mm-hmm. if you could, uh, give us like a little bit of example of like how some of these movements affected you as far as like your social media presence.
0: My gosh. So I'm going to try to keep this in the, in the limited time, but first I have to say, I obviously cannot hundred percent relate to your life experience and I'm not going to pretend that I do however being Hispanic has also uh, taught me and made me feel how the racial injustice um, happens here in the United States and other countries but obviously I live here so here (laughs) Um, and when all of this was happening um, I wanted to to know more I really generally wanted to hear people's stories so that I could not like understand exactly everything, because it's going to be hard to understand if you haven't gone through it, but just to be aware, be respectful and so that I can also help one way or another. And I feel like social media has such a power, especially for artists and illustrators. You can use your creativity and, and this platform to have a voice to to show your you know express your feelings and i saw so many illustrations when george floyd situation happened and i actually have stories about how people started criticizing what i was posting on instagram and my stories because i was being so vocal about it and being married to a pastor put me in the spot because people were saying aren't you married to a pastor why Pe- you... Yes,
1: yeah, people will definitely look at you because right. of your religious preference. And even though they'll say, oh, i I, this, I'm that, but they right. feel that like, oh, but you should be like this. And that's...
0: And I never meant to hurt anybody's feelings with the things that I was sharing. Um, however, I always have to think that, first of all, Jesus called everybody, not just a certain group of people. And second... Am I, am I truly a Christian if I don't talk about these things? If I don't try to address them? If I don't listen to my friends who have been affected by this? Um, am I just turning my cheek, my face to the other side and not looking and not and kind of like ignoring the situation? Because ignoring it or pretending that it's not even there is not going to solve the problem. And by staying quiet, by not doing anything about it, or at least not talk to my friends about it i i I, th- I think that would make me part of the problem and the ignorance so yes i'm married to a pastor but we care about people's lives we care about people's souls and i care about justice and it just makes me so angry that people point their finger at me and even my husband because he joined he he joined the um the peaceful protest That's, for them. yes
1: he did walk he did <clears throat> excuse me he did walk with us and i even made a not even a reel, but i made like a video because of everything that was happening because these are things that um essentially people who could be my grand who could be my grandparents or even my well also even my mother because she was alive during um the civil rights movement like towards the end of it but she mm. was still aware of Even within the civil rights movement, like, people have marched for Mm -hmm. years, decades, because they're like, this isn't right. Exactly. Like, you're not treating us fairly. We're not getting the same. Like, even though we're saying, even though we're saying, like, oh, yeah, everybody's equal, we're going to treat you all the same. That's not necessarily the case, even for, not just for black people, but for women, uh, even people of color, Like if you have an accent, it's like there'll be they'll say like, oh, well, because you have an accent, we're not going to give you this job or position, even though you are super well qualified for the position.
0: Oh, my God. And I have a story about that, too. But before getting into that, um, going back to the, you know, how my husband was being part and like actively trying to help and participate in this peaceful protest and march and you know with you guys and I was so sad that I couldn't join you because I had to stay home with the boys but my heart was there. Um, It was hurtful to hear people's comments about us and it was also very frustrating to see pastors or leaders in ministry who were just turning around and not not addressing the situation right not addressing the situation and um also in terms of the creative people i was so proud of those who used their talents to just make these beautiful illustrations and share them um and just having an open platform to people to express how they felt um and something that i did uh before the george floyd happened I remember I made an illustration about this woman, Hispanic woman. Her name was Vanessa Guillen. She was in the military, and some soldiers raped her and basically stabbed I'm not. I can't remember if they stabbed her to death or they just. But beat they her. essentially murdered her yeah they murder her and the army stayed quiet they couldn't find her for a while their the family reached out to to the military and to the government and the media and they were not addressing the situation and uh my heart was just hurting because a part of me wanted to think that they will do this for anybody because mm, yes. then i was thinking I wonder if the situation would have been the same if it was a white female, mm-hmm.
1: you know? No, that's and, very true.
0: Yeah, and I, I'm sorry that I'm so blunt about it, but it was very clear that because her family didn't have the money or the resources to do, you know,
1: to outreach and to be more vocal and and or even you know, they didn't even have the look because to, yeah because what a lot of new well, I'm not going to start criticizing news media networks, but. Um, with many media networks I feel like they're going to promote on something that they know is going to get them the views it's going to mm-hmm. get them the ratings yeah. and unfortunately I'm my heart goes out to her family because there's like I said there's been so many countless others that we don't even know about that have been um hurt murdered raped essentially and like they don't get the same amount of attention because they don't look like a white person. And I'm not hating on anyone who is white. Do not come at me for that.
0: No. And again, we love everybody. And I love to see, um, white people supporting and being open and mindful about it. and Because you know, that is
1: exactly, that is what Jesus has taught us.
0: Exactly. So again, I really, I know this is a hard topic, and I really hope that our listeners uh, understand where we are coming from. And we made this episode on purpose before Valentine's, because we want you guys to love each other, respect each other, hear what other people have to say, and It's okay if you don't fully understand, but just try to to learn and and listen. Now, you mentioned something about how you might not get a job even though you're qualified um, just because of your race, and I have a story about that. Um, Again, you probably already know this, that I went to grad school at Hopkins, and I was the only Hispanic female in the whole department. Um, In fact... Being honest, I work in a six-story building, and I didn't know anybody in the whole building who speaks Spanish. And it was really lonely. And um, actually, later on, I did meet one uh, guy from Colombia, so it was really comforting to know that he was there. But I, I heard somebody's comment t- saying that I got into my PhD program because I was a minority, Yes. And they and they had to fill that space.
1: I I've definitely heard that before.
0: And that hurt me so bad. And Stephanie, you know I was angry about it cuz I I immediately started messaging you and I was ranting and I was like this is so unfair. They don't know my work, my sacrifices that I made to be here. And it's not about bragging, but I am fully confident that I really worked hard to get to where I I am and if I show you my resume, I'm sure that if you don't know that I'm Hispanic, you will be equally, you know, uh, impressed with the records that I have and that I I did deserve to be in that program Uh, because I had all the experience, all the internships and all the summers that I sacrificed being away from home just to have more research experience here in the States. and. I, it was really hurtful, hurtful to hear that comment. How that, how is that schools or programs need to hire minorities because they need to fill that space or or um, have that um, quota being done? And that's really, it was hurtful. I'm not gonna lie. And then I got angry, and then eventually the anger became sadness and later kind of like feeling story for the person who said it because it's just ignorance right they don't yes, know they, they don't I, know I feel like they don't know any better and how can how can we help them? So that they can help us right uh, I feel like it's uh, it's a team effort it's it's not just uh, them trying to understand where we're coming from, but how can we also help them understand and like just talk and being open about it so that hopefully they can respect and understand yes. our experience and and like our they life don't better. have
1: to, yeah, and the thing is like with these experiences that we are that we are discussing. You, if you were, let's say, if you were someone on the outside looking in, we don't expect for people to be like, um, oh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, because unfortunately, you don't. If you haven't lived it, if you haven't experienced it, you really don't know. And, um, like, what we say, What we post, going back to social media, what we share matters. And Mm -hmm. with the support of others, like, how can we support others and speak up and fight injustice using our creative skills? Like we said, there were people posting, doing, like, the artworks and um, various stuff. But there are some, unfortunately, there were some people or groups that chose to use this as an opportunity to monopolize it. and. I will say this, and this is for anyone in general. My skin color is not a trend. Mm. My skin color is not a hashtag. No. I was born like this. I was blessed. I am blessed. And I'm very fortunate to be who I am.
0: Yeah. Thank you for opening like that to uh stephanie i know this is really challenging and hard for us to talk about and as an artist and as a creative person how how do you use that frustration that sadness that negative energy how can you convert that into productivity into something beautiful something that can actually um contribute in a positive way to yes. the society because I'm sure we have listeners who are minorities we have listeners probably from other countries and uh people come of color. from all walks of life yes. yeah so what can they do when they feel frustrated when they feel like they don't have a voice in this society when they're not being seen or or being heard um what what kind of advice do you have for them
1: um I would say be true to yourself if you recognize that something that this like whatever situation is wrong then speak up about it and there are going to be there you're going to come across people that feel that even though going back to the houses even though one house is on fire but all houses matter but like this is like but this is kind of pressing because it's going to hurt other people so um what i've seen online is some people We'll make art, our little infographics, and that mm. explains of like, hey, this is how we're going to explain things to you. Um, but most importantly, I would love to, I would want, I want to say to actively listen, mm. and don't try to create, don't try to say like, oh, um, like your thing is more relevant than that the other person's situation. Going back to the houses on fire. <laughs> um right stories have different sides i get it because with george floyd some people felt like were were felt bad for the cops and or for the officers that were involved and they're like oh well they shouldn't been punished because of this that and the third but then when you're like but then at the same time why is this uh person who is upholding the law aggressively holding this person down who says i can't breathe Mm -hmm. why is this officer who's doing a routine traffic stop pulling out their gun on an on an unarmed person and shooting them several times in the back but um
0: i think something (laughs) that you said um something that you said really resonates and i wanted to emphasize it it's so important that we so you may have a similar life experience. You may have a similar story to tell. You may even think that yours is better, or that your situation was way worse. So somehow it's a competition between who suffered the most or who. That's right, and it's not.
1: Yeah. No, it, it never not, is a competition. Right? We all suffer, and that's that's the thing. We we all have our sufferings.
0: And if we we have to avoid that mentality because if we keep thinking like oh yeah she suffered she went through all of these things but i also went through things and i also had challenges in life i was not a privileged person i also had to struggle okay but sometimes we just have to be quiet and listen yes and, and understand and you know be empathetic with people even though you may think that your story is better or that your struggles were worse um because if we continue that mentality, we're not going to go anywhere. It's the same with our creative skills. We, If we keep thinking that, oh, I can draw better than her or my technique is better or is more refined, how are we supposed to support each other? How are we supposed yes. to grow and network with each other, right? It's the same thing in society. If we keep living in a world where we're just competing with life experiences, where we're just thinking that we're better than other group of people or where we think that we deserve better than other people because of my life circumstances, then this society is going to remain broken. Yeah. So the change starts in our hearts, in our minds. And I really hope that the, this episode opens that way for for our listeners and the relatives of our listeners to, to talk about it and to, to grow and learn and make this world a better place because at the end, that's what we really want.
1: Yeah, we definitely want to leave... Um, we definitely want to leave the world in a better state from when we found it, especially for your future children, grandchildren, and so on. And I also would like to piggyback on what you said is to being respectful of other people's stories and um with that being respectful there's going to be sometimes when you are voicing how you feel either on the internet social media or to your family that there are going to be people that will not agree Mm -hmm. and they like individuals can be extremely vocal about it and just aggressively troll and stuff or people will just or in some cases some people have actually lost followers there and this doesn't even just have to do with uh black lives it could also be like if you're changing your voice you want to be more body positive mm-hmm. and someone's saying like well i don't always have to post an image of myself being in my underwear saying like i'm being body positive what kind of message right. are you giving out to other people I mean, it's it's just how it is, unfortunately, right. but and it's ev- our choice yeah. to be better.
0: And everyone has the right to, you know, their own opinion, and it's, I mean, it's okay if people disagree with you as long as they're respectful about it, you know? I, I feel like we don't always have to agree on everything, but we have to tolerate each other. Yes. We, we cannot you know, be in constant fights and arguments. <laughs> because one person's
1: better than the other. It's not yeah, that way.
0: <laughs> and that's not a, a a right lifestyle. I don't want to live like that, you know. Um, so, yeah, thank you for sharing that with us. You're
1: welcome. Um, but I, will, I also want to add to this. Um, even though the protests have uh, decreased and the flux of black people and people of people of color creatives might have diminished from your feed um still try to be actively supportive of them because you know like as all people we are social we are social creatures and we like to be supported mm-hmm. so um you know just like share something once in a while be like hey I saw this really great picture this person did this thing and check it out so and another piece of advice that I would be aware of how I mentioned that certain media platforms were trying, were going to use these events as like ways to make money and so on and so forth. But I will like to add that to beware of platforms that claim that they're here to support, but they could be potential scams. So actively do your research, especially when donating to these various funds. Mm-hmm. and um outlets to show your support i will say that i think that i was potentially protected like spiritually from something as far as like giving my money or putting out my information so that i could use a platform so i found this i have found this platform not going to mention any names but they Articles have been posted saying like, oh yeah, this per- this this platform is going to be like the next either Amazon or Etsy, but it's like created by a created by a black person. But they're mm. very, but they're not like charging people fees so that they could post their products to sell. And I was very interested in this because I'm like, oh yeah, I could you know support a small business or a website or a developer and get this thing going. So when I did sign mm. up for it and I tried to log in, I couldn't log in. And then when mm. I contacted the help desk, Uh-oh. they were hmm. like, "Okay, yeah, we're gonna help you out." And then I heard nothing after that, like oh, nothing at all. No. And then I researched. I tried to do research into the developer who made the site and stuff, and I couldn't find anything. And sadly, it broke my heart. Ah, oh, man. Because I was like, "Oh, I could, I could support someone who's to, to be supportive." I could support this business and they're going to also support me in a way of like, you know, getting me, se- if I wanted to sell products off the ground. Mm. So definitely be very wary of researches like that. I It's a rabbit hole to go down, but at the same time, it just makes you more aware.
0: Okay. Thank you for that tip. I didn't know about it. So thank you for sharing that. <laughs> be careful, guys. Yes. Be um, very careful. <laughs> So before wrapping up, I have a quote to share. Actually, I have two quotes. Is that okay, Steph?
1: That's absolutely fine. (laughs)
0: Okay. I have a quote from Martin Luther King that says, Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. I'm going to say that again.
1: Say it a little bit louder for the people in the back.
0: (laughs) Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Okay, and that was uh, by Martin Luther King. And he actually had this other quote that says, life's most persistent and urgent question is, what are you doing for others? So if you are listening to this episode and you feel like this was a little uncomfortable to listen to and maybe it's kind of like challenging or pushing some edges, I, I think that's a good opportunity to question or to think about this quote what are we doing for others Um, again we're here to help each other support each other and lift each other up so if you think that right now you're kind of lonely in this journey you're not really following other people's stories or you know, listening to other what other people have to say or supporting other creatives, um, we encourage you to do so. This is the this is the day. This is a good start, and it's also really fitting for the Valentine's weekend. <laughs>
1: yeah. So I take the time, to, like we said, love yourself, love your neighbor, um, and do unto others as others you as others you would have on to you. Treat people with respect. It's bottom line.
0: <laughs> yep, that's the takeaway. All right, well, thank you for tuning in once again, and we are glad that you came back and that you listened to this episode, and we'll see you next week.
1: Yes, and definitely, I'm going to emphasize one more time. Definitely do your research when it comes for donating your money or your time to some of these projects. So just do your research. Thank you for taking the time during your busy day to listen. If you like this episode, share it with someone you know or even a complete stranger. You
0: can also give us a rating on Apple Podcast. Your ratings help our show reach more creative individuals such as yourself.
1: If you're not already doing so, follow our podcast on Instagram at the.creativeprocesspod. You can also find our creator pages for myself at amusesteph.
0: And myself at karina.negron.designs. Feel free to share your creative projects with us. Join us next week for another episode. We hope to see you there.